Good morning. It's March 22nd, and welcome to Doing Life, Daily Devotions for Finding Peace in Stressful Times. This is the audible companion to the book by the same name. My wife says every time I do one of these, it sounds like I'm reading. I told her that's because I am. But today we'll see if we can make it sound different than that. Today's title is A Miracle. Then Peter came and said to him, Lord, how often shall my brother sin against me and I forgive him? Up to seven times? Jesus said to him, I do not say to you up to seven times, but up to seventy times seven. Matthew 18, 21. It's hard to move someone under general anesthesia, and it's particularly hard to roll them over. We had just delivered her 30-week preemie twins by cesarean, and now we had to remove her right kidney. The tumor was simply too big, not to remove the entire kidney. The hope, of course, was that the pathology would prove benign. Unfortunately, that was not to be the case. Not only did the pathology come back the next day as malignant, but as a rare malignancy for which there was absolutely no cure. After the initial shock, grief rolled in like a tidal wave for all of us. I sat on the edge of her hospital bed and held my sobbing patient for a long time until her disbelieving husband took my place at her side. Initially, there was nothing I could do but be there and listen. She was discharged in a few days, but was back multiple times per day to see her twins in the NICU. She told me weeks later that she'd begun a series of videos for the girls, one for each on their birthdays, for the next 18 years. She'd been told it would be extremely unusual for her to survive even two years with her type of cancer. She was a psychologist and her husband an attorney. They did what any couple would do. They went to MD Anderson in Houston for a second opinion. They were given the same dismal prognosis there and told there was really no treatment that held any hope of extending her life. The doctor in Houston did mention in passing that they hadn't had a chance to review her actual pathology slides since they hadn't received the shipment from Dallas by the day of their consult. This was long before cell phones and when my patient arrived back in Dallas after the five-hour drive, there was an urgent message on their answering machine. They were to call the doctor's office at MD Anderson as soon as they got home. They tried, but the office was closed for the day. They had him paged at home, as they'd been instructed in the message. When they finally reached him, they could tell he was just jumping out of his skin. Her slides had arrived right after they had left, and they had reviewed them just to be sure. Not only was it not the type malignancy they'd been told, but it showed a completely benign, quite common renal tumor. She wasn't going to die. She was going to live. It turns out the pathologist in Dallas had mistakenly read the slides he was preparing for a lecture rather than hers. He then dictated the pathology report in error. Her actual slides were then forwarded to MD Anderson for review. Even 30 years ago, one would think this would have led invariably to a lawsuit against every possible defendant the plaintiff's attorney could find but it didn't. In fact, the opposite happened. If there can be an opposite to a lawsuit, the couple had a party. They called it celebrating life, and they not only invited their friends, but all the medical personnel involved, including the guilt-ridden pathologist. By that simple act of forgiveness, they undoubtedly changed his life forever. I like to think it changed all our lives forever. In short, it was a miracle. Forgiving another isn't just the right thing to do, it's really the only thing to do if you've accepted the gift of Christ's sacrificial forgiveness for yourself.
Perhaps the most memorable line from the wonderful novel The Light Between the Oceans was this, You only have to forgive once. To resent, you have to do it all day, every day. You have to keep remembering all the bad things. I would have to make a very, very long list and make sure I hated the people on it in the right amount. It is much less exhausting to forgive. We always have a choice, all of us. M.L. Stedman As anyone who has ever carried bitterness in their heart for any length of time knows, offering forgiveness when we've been wronged is the only way to reclaim one's own life. It is absolutely the only path to freedom and peace. Dear Heavenly Father, guide us to reflect your love for us in the way we love each other. You sought to forgive us in your grace. Let us forgive each other graciously and free ourselves from bitterness. Amen. We'll see you tomorrow.